Do you have any thoughts about decadence? I'm just glad you didn't say rent a girlfriend. Welcome to Love It or Weave It, where we let you know if we love an anime enough to recommend it to everyone or if it's just for the worst of the weaves. I'm Annie, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your sweet baby brother, 30 and a 30 media luminary, Jeff, and Barakamon is my best anime of all time. <sighs> if you're new to the podcast, each week we watch the first three episodes of a new anime and cast our votes to Love It or Weave It, but today we are drafting our lineup to cover the summer anime season. Uh, I guess we should explain why there hasn't been an episode in a while. I mean, there are two two main things. The first one is that we recorded episodes, uh, full in-depth review episodes of Penguin Drum and BNA, and they're both very long. They're both a lot to edit, and the audio, recorded audio quality is really bad for the first one, and it has taken me a lot of time to edit. So I'm still working on that. It's still going to come out, uh, but also the other factor is that the summer anime season is very light because of COVID, so I figured taking a couple weeks off would not really hurt things too much because there isn't that much for us to cover this season. So yeah, those episodes are still coming. I don't know if that's going to mess things up for the podcast feed since like episodes, season two, episodes 11 and 12 are going to come after season three, episode zero, but hopefully it doesn't mess things up too drastically. But uh, yeah, those are still coming and they were good. They just <laughs> are very painful to edit. Rip. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's... It's both a lot of time and also for for one of them I have to do like a I have to listen first just to see if there's any important audio in these sections that are very loud and painful and it just hurts my ears. So <laughs> they're still coming. Annie, have you been watching any anime recently? Yes, but I don't want to talk about it because we're going to talk about them later anyways. <laughs> You cheated. It's not my fault. I didn't realize it was new. <laughs> I considered cheating and I did not. I stayed faithful and loyal to our listener base. Everyone is disappointed with you. I didn't know. Oh yeah, the new anime just like was was lying on the street and you just walked by and you just caught a glimpse up its skirt and you didn't even know that it was sexual harassment. I just saw it and I was like, sure. And then I was like, oh, this looks new. <laughs> <laughs> This smells like summer 2020 anime. Well, the you know what? The title should have given it away to me, but I didn't. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry! Space Odyssey. Oh my god, what is the title of that movie? Is it just a Space Odyssey? 2001 colon a Space Odyssey was not released in 2001, so you know, that's fair. So there you go. I'm innocent. <laughs> I, I feel it's been like three weeks since we recorded, and I still have not watched an anime. That's so sad. I think just binging Penguin Drum and BNA has broken my brain, but I'm excited to get back in anime. There was one show I was very tempted by because it's been very hard to to uh, avoid the discourse, to flee from the discourse, but I'm excited to get to it. Okay. Okay. So the criteria for shows that we're going to draft, um, first off, we do have something in the queue that we loved back when it aired that we promised to do a full review on. That So A3, the first core finished. It was delayed for COVID, but then it did finish. And there's supposed to be a second core slash season coming in the fall. So that's not you know up for full review until that finishes airing. So for this season, we normally have 12 slots, but we took two weeks off and there's we're leaving one slot for the classic review and one slot for the listener pick. So we today are drafting eight new shows. Woo! which means we will cover those eight shows if we don't end up loving any of them. If we do end up loving some of them, we're going to cover less than eight. So the ones at the end are going to fall off the cliff. And the criteria are that it has to be a TV series, 
legally released in the U.S. and released new as of between July 1st and September 31st. Does September have 31 days? I don't know. September 30th or September 31st, whichever one of those exists. What is time? And things that are off the table include things in Netflix jail, which there appear to be none of this season, and also sequels slash continuations like ReZero, Fire Force, Fruits Basket, blah, 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 blah. Sword Art Online, more, more, more. Sword Art Online just gets more and more subtitles at the end of it. Yeah, it's going to turn into like just a novel at one point. <laughs> and But things that are on the table, which I wrote down here just because it's easy to miss them if they're not part of the normal roundup, includes things that premiered on Netflix in this time period, like uh, Great Pretender, which is coming in August, and Japan Sinks, which premiered on Netflix a couple weeks ago. What? Who who has heard of that show? Nobody. Definitely not a new show. Um, and also things that uh, Crunchyroll got some new licenses, including the current season of Precure, which is Healing Good Precure, which I think technically in Japan started airing last season, but we got it this season. So it's on the table. So Annie, I think I should let you go first since I, I don't remember if we had a policy for this last season. Well, it was whoever won got to pick. But I first, but you've won twice, so it's time to redistribute this. It's my turn. I think since I got to pick the classic review and I'm going to get to pick it again this time, then I think I think the loser should go first, and then the winner gets to pick the classic review. This is ass. All right, fine, I'll go first though. I'm taking it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, oh shoot, I wasn't prepared to go first. <laughs> so my first pick is going to be the thing I accidentally started watching, and I should have known from the title: uh, Japan Sinks 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched the first episode though, so I haven't haven't gotten too far. So like I didn't spoil it. Okay. You've already messed up my Annie prediction rankings. Hell it was pretty yeah. low my Annie predictions. Well, I did it. I'm picking it and I guess so like it's about Japan sinking in twenty twenty. There you go. And it's like following this one family and that's it. That's all I'm gonna tell you. You were like <laughs> You were like, Let, let's have let's summarize it ourselves because I'll be great at summarizing things. And now you're just like, it's about a family. Well, like, I don't want to say too much. It's like, what am I supposed to say? Like, oh, the, the country is sinking and everyone's dying everywhere around you. And it's really sad. Let's watch that's, that. That's why I have not been jumping to watch it because I'm like, this just seems depressing. Yeah, I watched one. Ep- I still want to watch it. That's why I'm nominating it. But I watched one episode and I was like, whoo, I got to go sit down. <laughs> I've also heard that, so it's biased to uh, Science Saru, which makes, yes. and directed by Masaki Iwasa, so I'm really intrigued yeah. to watch it, but I've heard that it is like both really expertly directed and animated, but also has really terrible music, so. Oh no, I didn't notice, I was too like horrified by everything that was happening. Because, yeah, I'm not sure, I think it must be later in the season that there's um like moments that seem like they're supposed to be full attention, but they just have like generic pop music playing too. Or apparently it's very jarring, but that's all I've gathered from Twitter. I like generic pop music. Let's go. Right. I think it was like the song that I was hearing when I saw a clip on Twitter was like, oh, this is a pretty good bop actually. But I don't think it fits the tone of the- Maybe that's the point. Maybe. Maybe it's supposed to be jarring. You never know. Maybe Japan sinks into pop music. All right. Anyway, so what's your first picture? (laughs) Okay. I'm still trying to think about how to prioritize because I have- I have things I don't want you, that I know you're not going to pick out. So I want to make sure those get covered. You could be surprised. You didn't think I was going to pick Japan 6. Well, true. But I also want to maximize getting the winners in the end. So I think first pick to maximize winners, I guess I should also include this on the, to clarify that it's on the table. And that is Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. Yeah. Which technically premiered last season, but then went on hiatus for COVID after episode three and is now back. It's yes. supposed to be, but I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I've seen some, 
I've seen some like AMVs of it. So <laughs> I think it's back. Um, let me double check on Funimation's website while we're talking. <laughs> Why do I only see two episodes? Oh, wait, there wasn't even three. I don't know if it's actually come back. Sorry, let me look up. I think it's been announced when it's coming back, but it hasn't actually happened yet. Yes, okay. Uh, Mayor Detective. Balance Unlimited is coming back on July 30th, which is, we're recording this on July 28th, so it's, by the time this episode, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll have come back. So it'll be valid to cover on the podcast. And yeah, it it seems like it's going to be great. Okay, so you're picking that officially? Yes, yes. All right, you've taken one of mine, I see. What a jerk. Um, All right, then I am going to pick... Oh, by the way, it was... Million Detective was also my number one on prediction for what you would pick list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was debating Japan Sinks or that one first. I, I guess I fucked up. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess I'll pick for my... Th- I'm trying to think now, strategically. Oh, I don't think we'll love the one I'm going to pick later. So maybe I'll pick a better one now. And also the thing to consider is that if you wait to like strategically pull them out as you're like as like numbers six through eight or something if we end up loving other shows and they might fall off the cliff anyway okay see this is hard you know what whatever i'm just gonna pick it i'm gonna pick great pretender which isn't out yet but i'm going to pick it because it looks cool yes so great pretender is going to be on netflix on august 20th so that is valid for the time window yeah there's plenty of time in the season for us to cover that Woo! And that was, oh, number three on my list of Annie's prediction list. Well, shut up. (laughs) And number two on my most likely to be loved list. Because it looks really nice. It looks good. It's by Wit Studio. Or like, that's the studio doing it. And I'm hype about it. What does that mean? It's by Wit Studio. I know. I'm sorry. That's the studio doing it. I meant to say it's not by Wit Studio. They didn't write it, but like they're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I meant. Thank you, Jeff. Um, <laughs> but like it's, I guess, okay, well, we didn't do a little summary for Millionaire Detective, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, well, we kind of did it last season. so That's true. All right. That's fine. So Great Pretender, I didn't really know what it was. I just looked at the art and I said, yes, that please. Saw that one girl in the bikini and I was like, it's time to objectify women. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but it said something about somebody swindling someone who's French. And I'm sorry to people who are French, but I'm really down for that concept. What? Just the concept of swindling French people? Yeah, they're mean. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's my summary. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just looks good. All right. That's my, I'm a simple person. I see something look good. I watch. I'm intrigued because it seems to be, I don't know if it's just the first case slash arc. Uh, but it seems to be set a lot in America and it seems like it is, I don't know if that's actually a good sign. I don't know. It seems interesting at least like it, uh, it's, it's interesting to see Japanese takes on American culture and sometimes that's not done well. Sometimes that's more interesting, but I think the, seeing the take on American culture kind of instinctively reminded me of Carol on Tuesday. And it seems to be about that quality level, which is definitely gonna be interesting. Even if, even if by the end I did not love Carol on Tuesday that much, but like, it's definitely worth trying and watching. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it and for you to love it. Okay, now if we're talking about things that we are actually going to love, and we might have to, this might not be the actual, it might not be the actual release order of the podcast, because my next pick, I want to bump up and have us cover first. You don't get to just decide. I think we need to, to shelter our baby brains. I am picking Critical Darling of the Season, no, and I'm Talk scared. of the Town, No Penguin Drum, uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, Decadence, oh, which no. is, is that 
Are you saying that because that is what you predicted or it's not what you predicted? That's not what I predicted. I'm happier about this, actually. Oh, you you thought I was going to do Rent-A-Girlfriend, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Yeah, so Decadence, it seems to be a, like, vaguely Attack on Titan-esque thing. There are people that, like, fly around in gear description is many years have passed since humanity was driven to the brink of extinction by the sudden emergence of the unknown life forms gadol those humans that survived now dwell in a 3000 meter high mobile fortress decadence built to protect themselves from the gadol threat so apparently there is some huge twist in episode two because uh that is all i've observed from any twitter it seemed like it's the kind of thing that it's like as soon as you hear there's a twist you're supposed to go watch it right then and the fact that i have not done that is causing me anxiety so i want to watch it as soon as possible <laughs> and cover it before even people who generally don't care about spoilers have recommended that, like oh you should actually go watch it now before you get spoiled so that gives me i don't know if it's hope for the series itself but i'm definitely very intrigued and i want to experience it in that way without being spoiled normally i i don't know i've come to because of the job that annie and i have that we will not mention on the show um i've come to find myself very normalized to manga spoilers but i still kind of want to have things like this unspoiled but the things i'm interested about it it's well i saw the director of it at Crunchyroll expo last year and they also directed death parade and mob psycho and they even just that preview they showed of decadence at Crunchyroll Expo last year was very exciting. The script is also done by, we talked about this briefly on the Dora Hadora episode because they did the script for Dora Hadora, Mob Psycho, Vinland Saga, Jujutsu Kaisen. Also, it's by Studio Nut, which, you know, <laughs> how can you not for Studio Nut? Like, <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> it seems like Studio Nut is a newly formed studio that I think only has done a couple other things, but they're called Studio Nut. Come on. Yeah, they've picked the best name, so we have to stand. We've we got a nut for the nut. All right. Take it too far. <laughs> Wait, is that too vulgar? Should I cut that out? No, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have any thoughts about Decadence? I'm just glad you didn't say rent a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We'll get there. No. All right. Since I don't think will love this other one. I'm going to nominate one. Oh, this is pretty early. I kind of was wondering if it was going to fall off, but I'm going to nominate it anyways. Um, <laughs> I'm going to nominate Mr. Love, Queen's Choice. Ooh, this is also on my make sure it doesn't we don't miss out on it. Oh, okay, good. So I actually played this game Ooh. for a bit because um, I one of our friends was playing it and I was like, who is this? What's happening? And then they recommended the game to me. And I was playing it for a while and I got overwhelmed. So I stopped playing, but like I did play for a while. So I'm excited to see this in anime form, but you like, you play as this main character who is like, works at an entertainment like as like a producer for like this show and like about like people with superpowers and then there's these four men show up and you try to fall in love with them and what do you know oh it's like i didn't know what show you're talking about you're talking about koito parusa evil ex love shut up jeff (laughs) yes yes i am i have i've had this on the app on my home screen for months just because it looked pretty in the app store when I was looking through Japanese uh, gacha and otome games to download and just entirely based on how pretty the boy was in the icon. And then when I found out one of our friends was playing it, I was like, oh, maybe I should try it out. And it's been sitting in that like, oh, I should try it out. The boys look very pretty. Which boy's on the icon? I don't remember. Um, The white hair boy? Isn't there the, the main boy? There's like a, there's a blonde boy. Um, Oh, yeah, it's a blonde boy. Oh, that's Kira, yeah. He's an idol. <laughs> Isn't everyone these days? I wish, but 
Anyways, I'm I'm always nervous about when they make like these otome games anime because a lot of times they're just horrible. But I want to see the boys in action, so let's go. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard the most promising things about the show aside from the one friend who's super into it. So uh, I'm a little bit worried that it's going to be in that more like a generic otome game but if the boys are good enough we will watch i think it's great that you picked that because i don't think we're gonna end up loving it so now you had to do it yeah i just had to make sure we were watching it okay okay i i'm gonna do some like four-dimensional chess here because i have one series that i want to make sure we cover but i think there's a chance you'll pick it and a chance that if neither of us picks it and it falls off or a chance that if it's at the bottom and it falls off the cliff, that the listeners pick it for the listener pick. So I'm going to skip over that one and go with the. Sorry, I I, I did I did this show I did this show to service. I said that a different show was Critical Darling of the Season and Beloved by Any Twitter. I that was really disrespectful. I'm really sorry. Don't do this to me. <laughs> this show has been brewing up a storm. It has made me want to. It, it makes me wish for the days back when I used to go to the video store and and there were so many videos to check out and Jeff, take, do take to, to your home. You could say you could even rent them. No. And it's made me it's made me want no. that you know, like Jeff. it makes me wish that I could have a girl that I could rent. Just and cut then, to it and end my <laughs> suffering. And then I heard I could rent a girlfriend. I'm sick of this. Oh yeah, so I, I'm picking Rent a Girlfriend. I know nothing about this show. It sounds like the the worst trash, but I also know nothing about it aside from the title. And I was so I'm still confused why so many people are talking about this show that sounds like complete trash. I don't know if like it's ironic enjoyment or like what is even going on, but I need to know. I'm so angry with you. <laughs> and like so the main source that I use for determining whether new anime is actually worth watching is the Anime News Network preview guide, and in particular, there are like certain critics on there that I respect their opinion of, and like if they give something a high rating, that generally is a sign that it's something I definitely want to check out. And this has been mixed. There's one person whose opinion I really do not like. So if they rate something highly, then I know not to check it out. And this one's like confusing. I don't know what to think about it. Um, you know, because uh, one of the critics I respect, James Beckett, gave it a 3.5, which is pretty high. But another one I respect, Nick Creamer, gave it a 1.5. So. I don't know. It also sounds like complete trash. It is trash. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Should I read the summary? Yeah. Uh, Kinoshita Kazuya is a 20-year-old failure of a college student. He managed to kiss his girlfriend once, but was dumped a month after. And then this is his quote. Ugh, damn it. I never want to go through that again. Completely spiteful. That sounds like a great mood for our protagonist to be in, especially when it seems like we're setting up a harem. Great. Kazuya uses a certain method to date a girl. He goes to their meeting place and suddenly hears, You're Kazuya-kun, right? I hate this. (laughs) A beautiful girl brushing her long black hair. Same. Behind her ear was there, smiling at him. Her name was Mizuhara Chizuru. Something real is born after just a single rental. A reckless rom-com filled with love and excitement is about to begin. Is this the whole summary? Because this is long. That That's it. And I don't... It seems like people are arguing about Best Girl. This that's is going to be it. terrible, but I want to see how terrible it is. I can't believe you've done this. All right, that's it. All right, well then I'm going to nominate some things that we can stomach. And it's going to be the god of high school, so... Okay. Was that on your list of things you think I'd nominate? It, it was the one that I was like, actually, yeah, it was. It was number two on the list, but it was also what I was thinking. Either you would nominate, or even if you didn't, even if you did nominate at the end, the listeners, the listeners will, will pick it. Yeah. Well, I want to watch it, so here we go. It's a lot of fighting. It's a lot of, I guess, high school kids beating each other up. It's based on a webtoon. I'm into it. I definitely, at various points, I guess, before Tower of God came out as an anime, got the two confused because I was like, there's. 
God and there's an of. Same series, right? Same webtoon? Definitely. Yeah, this uh, Tower of God made me trepidatious about these Crunchyroll original webtoon collaborations, but the fact that it's animated by MAPPA makes me a lot more intrigued. Yeah, also I think the the premise is more fun. Isn't it just Shonen Tournament arc, but Yes, the series? and isn't that like a bunch of fun? But it looks like way cooler fighting. So it's like, instead of it being the Hunter Hunter license exam arc, it's the Hunter Hunter Tower, Heaven's Arena Tower arc? Yeah, but like better fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying something's better than Hunter Hunter? I'm just saying this particular fight style looks more fun than watching people explain to each other for <laughs> half an hour each time what they're going to do. I am eating up this admission that Hunter Hunter is not perfect. Oh, I know Hunter Hunter is not perfect in the fact that it'll never be done. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so... Come off hiatus, please. The rule, if you have to make up new rules every time an interaction happens, those aren't consistent rules. Those are just an excuse for things you want to happen. It's fun. It is fun at times. Listen, I don't want to tolerate your slander. So what's your next pick? Oh, wait, I did not even say what God of High School is about. I feel like it's pretty obvious. You just fight people and you have powers, I think. (laughs) And that's high school, I guess. Oh, it's a metaphor for the human existence. Oh, wow. Oh, I guess. You know what? It is like the same thing as Tower of God. It's if you win, you get to make a wish. Cool. Oh, no. It's the same shit, but like looks better. Oh, well, I want you to know that Rent-A-Girlfriend is also a metaphor for the human existence. No, we're not talking about that one <laughs> until I have to. What's your last pick, Jeff? Oh, boy. My last... Oh, okay. We've... Oh, well, we've actually gotten to everything on my list, and I'm okay with if this falls off the edge because we end up loving something. Um, It's going to be Healing Good Precure, which is the Ugh. latest season of Precure, short for Pretty Cure, and it's a series I know very little about aside from the collab they did with... Grand Blue Fantasy a couple the end of last year or so. Um, the only thing I know about it is it is this mega hit franchise that Toei has been doing for, uh, I think it started in like 2003, 2004. Um, yeah, I know it's it old. roughly coincides with when Digimon stopped being a yearly thing. And I think it is partially why, because Precure is like hugely popular and Digimon was not. So I'm a little bitter on that front, but apparently it is one of the few Toei things that gets animated really well. I haven't heard the greatest things about this season though, but it is definitely a kid's anime and is definitely a... I'm intrigued because it's so very girly. What I'm not intrigued by is that it seems like the Precure fan base in the West is entirely male. So it seems like, I think in Japan, originally like the fan base is mostly female and young. And it is something that's like so popular that like even people who don't identify as anime fans, this is something they know about. But in the West, it seems like it's mostly a not so great thing of people fetishizing yeah. young girls. So I've I'm lived about that. so long without having to watch this series <laughs> and you are just ruining my streak. People are excited because it's the first like new season that's gone that's gotten simulcast. Ugh, we could have just let it not get simulcast or the world would have been a better place. I've heard that I think it's called Hugtope. I don't know if it's Hugtope, whatever. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a like a Japanese toe, like the word and, or if it's supposed to be like English. Anyway, Hug to Precure is supposed to be a season that is actually like interesting and progressive. And I think it's the one that features a male Precure for the first time. Anyway, this one's not that. Apparently it's not that good, but it's a thing that's airing now. So that's why it goes in slot number eight. Rip, I really hope we love something so we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> um, I should look up the summary. 
actually, we might need to time this strategically because uh, Crunchyroll started with, they started midstream and I've heard they're going to backfill with the first 12 episodes, but they're not up yet. So we might need to push it off the calendar if it if they aren't available by the end of the season, but hopefully they will be soon. The secret world Healing Garden has been healing the Earth. One day, villains called Biogens attack Healing Garden with the goal to destroy Earth. Blah, blah, blah. Big trouble, blah, blah. Save the world. Magical girl is cool. Yeah. Great. Hopefully I'll never have to watch it. <laughs> Can we just can we just cover the Precure collab in Grand Blue Fantasy instead? No, I also want to. I don't want to do that either. <sighs> now, just based on that spite, I'm tempted to pick Grand Blue Fantasy as my classic anime. Oh my god! I can't because it's too long. So now, the classic anime I'm going to pick to review this season. Ha- I'm still recovering from the trauma of watching so much Penguin Drum in the course of like two days. So I'm going to pick a shorter show this season, uh, and I'm going to pick the best anime of all time, Barakamon. Oh, that's why you mentioned that. Well. It also is the best anime of all time. So all right, all right. But it all t- it all ties back together. It's like I dropped that little hint at the beginning, and then it all comes full circle. I, I hate never could have guessed that. I hate you. Barakamon is about a I think he's supposed to be like twenty five or so, mid twenties calligrapher who is competing at a calligraphy um, exhibition, and he gets criticized by someone for his calligraphy being way too formal and uptight. I guess and has a mental break and like punches that well-respected scholars well-respected person in the community and basically gets uh kicked out of the calligraphy world and you know like instructed by his father to go live off in a remote island and in the course of you know he's he's from tokyo and doesn't adjust well to this this island life but in the course of living there he meets this young girl named naru who becomes basically like she is just like little gremlin child that is fun and brightens up his day and basically in reluctantly comes to know the people of the town and it is an uplifting story about creativity and opening your heart to new experiences and i find it really emotional and inspiring and yeah i'm excited to rewatch it because i have not rewatched it since it first aired even though it's my favorite anime and i've never seen it so there's that and i'm love it and she's wee bit all right that's enough out of you <laughs> um yeah i think i think brackman's i mean i guess it's my favorite anime of all time so but i think it, i think it's a really good example of that whole like gross trend of like old male figure and young female figure and like i mean sometimes that's sweet when it's a father-daughter thing sometimes that's extra gross when it's a father-daughter thing that becomes a romance thing but Barakamon, it's just extremely platonic. There is no grossness. It is, they're not even like siblings, right? It's just like a, it's more of a found family thing that's an analog for queer relationships than anything else. Like it's just, it's just sweet and wholesome. That's good. It better be or I'll kill you. <laughs> okay. Now that Annie has killed me, <laughs> let's, uh, what do you want to recommend that's non anime? All right. So I don't think I've recommended this, but it's another K drama. Hello. Oh, no. I just I binged. should have known this would just become the Annie K drama segment. That's, yeah, it's what's happening. Um, I just binged all of my Hollow Love, which is on Netflix. It's very good. It's about um, like an AI program that's like a hologram. <laughs> and his name is Hollow, and he's cute. And this girl gets the hologram AI glasses somehow, and she falls in love with the hologram. <laughs> and then she gets crazy. But it's great. That's all I have to say. I had to look this up to like, it was, I was like, is this like a CGI person or is this a real person that's just like edited to not be there? No, it's a real person, but he's a hologram. This really appeals to me because I too would like to fall in love with an inanimate <laughs> object. <laughs> 
I, I want to look down on you for all this K-drama stuff, but like it does actually look really good. This one was it was it pulled on my heartstrings quite a bit and <laughs> I was crying. Well, I mean that's not unusual for me to be crying, but like I was crying like pretty hard at the end. Ooh. I just I wish it was a J drama. I wanna oh like God. practice Japanese while listening while watching. Well you can practice Korean. Well, no, that doesn't help. You can notice all the similarities in all the words to Japanese. Maybe we'll get to it someday. Yes. Um, I'm going to recommend something I'm surprised looking back at my notes that I've never recommended on the show. And it is a book by Hank Green, the sequel of which came out recently and I've only just started reading. But the original book is called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing. And it's one of my favorite books. It came out late 2018. And it's basically about if you don't know who Hank Green is, he is a, I guess, famous YouTuber. But like he kind of, he and John Green, famous for The Fall in Our Stars, did a YouTube channel. And then I think he, with that fame they had from the YouTube channel, he's spun off into like a million different projects, including running VidCon and various other like educational YouTube channels and stuff. And anyway, the book is basically, if you've seen Perfect Blue, it's basically Perfect Blue, but about alien robots. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's really, it's about someone who through a, you know, like futuristic sci-fi concept becomes a mega famous YouTuber and basically like what fame does to people. And it's, it's very good. I really like it. I especially as someone who obviously, since you're listening to it, strives to do creative projects and kind of like, you know, every, I think everyone on the internet kind of like hopes for that bit of viral fame someday. Like it kind of cuts deep into that and is like, here's what it would actually be like. And yeah, it just felt like a very, a very accurate like slice of what life is like these days, especially for content creators online. It was, it was really, I was reading it. I was rereading it in preparation for the new book coming out. Um, the new book came out this month and I was rereading it in March around when the COVID stuff was like just starting to ramp up awareness level at least and there is a thing in the book that spreads like a virus across the whole world and it was like oh this is really bizarre to be reading about now but topical yeah surprisingly topical it's a very good it also just like even i think the thing that's most appealing about is the portrayal of fame but i think what i mean it's also just the general sci-fi concepts that texture the world i think are really cool and really interesting like there are lots of they're not the point of the book but they are interesting concepts that are executed well my book is better than annie's k-drama crap so i don't think so i think you need to watch my <laughs> hollow love because i think you'd really like it i think i would too but i need to watch craig of the creek i need to oh yeah oh shit that's on my list too <laughs> it looks really cute i've seen a lot of clips from it and i'm like oh i want to watch but then i watch all of my hollow love in two days so there's that well anyways thanks for listening to our draft of the summer 2020 that's right we're here yeah summer 2020 anime please leave us a review on apple Podcasts, but only if it's a good one okay thank you <laughs> if it's a bad one then just write a letter and mail it to annie's house mail it to me also send us your listener picks if we didn't pick one that you wanted sorry but it should have been better or more hyped up. <laughs> or you could just, so you can tweet it at us at love it or weave it, or you could email it to us at love it or weave it at gmail.com. Jeff will check that, not me. Uh, <laughs> or you could tweet at me directly at any other name. And I'm definitely Jeff. And you can tweet at me to say that I'm the better host. Wow, that's hurtful. If you think that Annie's a better host, then just don't just don't tweet it anywhere. You should tweet at me. <laughs> and uh, next week, we are going to be covering Decadence, I guess, because I'm going to push it on the list. How come you get to just do that? Who made you the god? <laughs> well, 
well, I didn't want to say anything, but like all the other, the premieres were delayed. So like there's only two episodes of everything else. So, you know, like we have to, it's the only one that has three episodes. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly not true for Japan Sings because the whole oh, season Oh, you're right. Out. How could you do this? <laughs> um, yeah. So Decadence, it's the, I mean, it doesn't really matter what order we cover these things in. Fine. We'll watch your dumb shit first. Then we'll watch my sad one. <laughs> I mean, it only matters in that like, it's only the fifth position and beyond. Where like if we actually love all four of the first ones, then those could the five through eight could fall off. If we don't get to watch Mr. Love Queen's Choice, I'm gonna set your house on fire. Uh, do you mean Koito Perusa? Anyway, listen, I've given up on Japanese. I'm over it. I thought you were gonna say you've given up on me. Well, that too. All right, bye. Okay, bye. And as we always say, if your grandfather hadn't watched anime, you wouldn't exist. Wait, so how much have we seen? Just the first episode. Okay. I zoned out what you were talking before. Whoa! <laughs> While you do that, I just realized that you mentioned my tweet earlier and you didn't even like it. Oh, because I was like, it was it was sad. This is hurtful. I would like you to <laughs> like my tweet. I mean, I, I also wanted to reply to your other tweet about like not having hot takes. Uh-huh. But I was worried you were just going to... I was going to say something snarky, and then I was worried you were going to reply, where's the episode, huh? Why haven't you edited the episode? I would never do that, but also, where is I just binged all of My Hollow Love, which is on Netflix. It's very good. Oh, is this the like a romance between um, Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach and and all the hollows in Bleach? No, and you know I haven't read or watched Bleach, so you know I don't know what that means. But... Um- <laughs> It's okay. I didn't execute the joke very well, so I'm going to cut it out. Bye. Okay, bye. And as we always say, I forgot to paste it. I Just leave it like that. Just leave it. And as we always say, if your grandfather hadn't watched anime, you wouldn't exist. I don't like that, but okay. <laughs> um, It's apparently, uh, oh my God. What's that deodorant with the big buff guy? Old Spice. I think, yeah, I think Old Spice. And it's like the original, if your grandpa hadn't used it, you wouldn't exist. And I'm like, I've never heard that. Yeah. If you hadn't, if your grandpa hadn't smelled so good, your grandma wouldn't have boned down on him and then you wouldn't exist. That's what it's saying. And it's gross. But it's much better for anime. (laughs) Anyways, it's time to go. Anime. I don't think I've ever heard like definitive confirmation of this. But I'm pretty sure that... I'm going to stop recording. There have to be some forces in Japan that are trying to use anime to get Japan's birth rate to increase, right? Like I'm sure, but I don't want to think about it. I want to <laughs> hang up this call. We didn't We didn't even pick Super HX Eros. I, I have to go and drink some ice water so my teeth stop screaming at me. The thing that's funny about Super HX Heroes is that like that's the, the localized name and the original Japanese name just like has... What's it called? It's called... Doku Hentai HX Hero. So they just like remove the, the hentai in the title. Jeff, I'm hanging up on you. I've, I've heard that before. Just another rejection. This is why I need uh. to rent a girlfriend.